Hello Aries friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Aries November 2021 Astrology Must Knows Horoscope Forecast. Definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. That is the interface for all of the free goodies that I make for you each month. You don't want to miss anything I work hard to make. If you forget the name of that site by the end of the video, you can click on the little more button with the arrow underneath the video and you'll reveal the notes there with the link. Also, if you'd like to be a professional, a professional astrologer or you just would like to have support in your learning process for your, to help yourself and your friends and family, you will love my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course, which you can see at loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. I also have free courses at that site, including one on abundance and creating money. So if you're challenged in that area, you want to check out my free course at loomlife.com. Okay, so two admin notes for Aries to make the most of this video. The first is that this is for you if Aries is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, and those of you more hardcore people who go even deeper into your charts. So if you've got your Mercury or your Venus or your Mars or whatever you watch for, if Aries is that placement, then this is for you and this information is going to be piece of your astrological picture. Also, if you're a late degree Aries, so if your birthday is April 11th or so through the rest of the sign or 20 to 29 degrees is your degree placement, the later in April and the later in degree, the more this is true, I also recommend that you watch my Taurus reports in addition to the Aries reports because you cuspy people have a more complex read and you will want to um, see both resources. Okay, so I have Aries rising, so every time I do the Aries report, I'm also speaking to myself. Okay, so there's definitely some additional meaning and zest for my personal um, experiences watching these uh, transits go by, and so you get to benefit from that, so that's cool. So I love this month. November is one of my favorite months of the whole year, and I'm going to go into the reasons why. We'll talk about some things to watch out for. We've got a big epic time of radical change because we're back in eclipse season and we are ending out one eclipse cycle and starting another. So we're going to talk in a lot of detail about that. We'll also talk about why I go into so much detail with the eclipses, why they're so important and why they should matter to you. Okay, so one of the first must-knows is that we have more sweet aspects this month compared to salty, and we haven't had that happen since May. So that's something to celebrate. It's right on the top of my list right now. If you want a write-up of all of the aspects, sweet and salty, what they are, what you can expect from them delivered into your inbox one month early, that site, AnnieHelpsYou.com, has a sign-up for my newsletter, and I only send out a few newsletters a month. I don't spam you. I don't like to be spammed. They're very content-rich to help you make the most of all the starry opportunities. But for our purposes today, I want you to note down some dates, November 26th through 30th, sweet aspects, nine of them piled up, seven of them are on the 29th and 30th. So that's rare that that happens, just an unimpeded flow of sweet aspects. So definitely mark those and look out for positive things then. You'll also wanna mark November 19th on the calendar because that's when the 27 degree full moon in Taurus lunar eclipse is going to be and we are going to talk at length about the old eclipse cycle and the new one. But I just wanted you to have that down while we're talking about dates. Now the eclipse season did start in early October, so you might be really seeing the themes of the closing out of things, even in September, some whispers of what the closeout of the Sagittarius-Gemini eclipse cycle will look like and what the new stories of the Taurus-Scorpio um, eclipse cycle will look like. Okay, so another big must know and another reason why I love this month is that we are dancing in between the post-Mercury retrograde, that was September, October, and the pre 
Venus retrograde, which is starting November 18th as the shadow period, Venus going retrograde in the middle of December until the end of January, and that post-shadow period lasting until the beginning of March. Venus rules a massive amount of areas of our lives and ones that people really care about. Their love, romance, their money, their finances, right? The design projects, cosmetic things, things we do to our bodies that are, you know, our hair, our wardrobe, our image, all of those things are all wrapped up into the Venusian influence. So you'll want to get up to speed on Venus retrograde. Unfortunately, I am your friend in this. I have tons of resources. You can start out by searching for any Botticelli Venus retrograde and watch my video on the topic. There are certain things that are not great to do in Venus retrograde, and you'll want to know what they are because in the earlier part of November, it is great to do all of those things that aren't that it's not great to do in Venus retrograde. So if you've been planning any of these things, you might want to shift your plan to before or after the Venus cycle. I also have a Venus retrograde through the signs and houses on my website, AnnieHelpsYou.com, so you can check those out and we'll talk more about how that Venus um, retrograde will affect you personally in the December report. But for the purposes now, I want you to know that it is going to square your placement. Capricorn is going to make you question, the Venus um, moving through Capricorn and then going retrograde through Capricorn is going to make you question your work or bring things back from the past or bring affiliations back from the past. It might bring a renewed vigor or it might bring renewed sense of, wow, why are you still doing what you're doing, right? So it's definitely going to call a lot of things into question and there's going to be a tilt to revision, questioning, and um, you know, and it's going to square your placement. So you are going to feel some pressure. Now, a lot of Aries placements are going to feel this pressure, not from something bad, but from something amazing, which is like your work is blowing up in awesome ways and that you're expanding and you've got a lot of projects, both from the Sagittarius Gemini eclipse cycle closing out and from this Venus placement, that you're wrapping up some things and maybe your work is in super demand and you're just crazy busy and the square could just be coming from the pressure of doing a lot of cool things. So it doesn't have to be a bad thing, but just know the pressure is going to be on and sort of the lally-gagging, laid-back complacency that was going on when Jupiter was in retrograde from, you know, like the spring or fall down under until October, that kind of chill out is definitely not going to be going on and you are going to be so busy so 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 busy and there is going to be a lot of stuff um, centered around your creative projects your work your career um, and in some cases it might be family members things with your family members and things like that but definitely a lot of potentials if you're an Aries placement that doesn't work or doesn't need to work this can have to do with your father father figures your bosses um, previous bosses, or it can have to do with your work out in the world or just do, giving your service. Maybe you were a teacher for 30 years and you're retired now and you're wanting to help people, you know, tutor them or something. Something with your service out into the world, whether you're making money or need money or not, is a big topic that's going to come up. And of course, as I've been talking about over the years, Pluto has been moving through our 10th house of career and work. And it's not done yet. We still have some years where Pluto is saying grow or die in your work and career sector and in your service, your place out in the world sector. So, you're, you know, you might have been forced to adapt to an ever-changing climate in your work um, service sector, and that is not letting up uh, yet. So just kind of keep plugging along and in the places where you are 
um, boldly moving forward, which is kind of the area of the domain of Aries anyway, right? We're pretty good at that overall, but your you, your rest is over as far as you know um, any complacency that might have come in with, with Jupiter in retrograde because now everything is blazing forward. Also, we've got a couple of months left of uh, Jupiter being in Aquarius, which has been a super favorable sign for us. And then Jupiter is going to go in Pisces, and that is going to take on a whole new meaning and really shift some things for Aries placements. So if you're trying to do something, accomplish something, get something out in the world, be seen, you know, be active, launch some things, plant some seeds, this November timeframe is critically important because once Jupiter gets into Pisces, it's going to be all about the internal and the intuitive. And, you know, if you're going to be writing or doing art things and all that, it can be really great energy for that. But it is kind of like a very womb-like um, experience. And so from January into, well, for, you know, the first quarter-ish of the year of 2022, Jupiter being in Pisces is really like a resting stage again of getting ready to burst your even bigger projects out because when Jupiter goes into Aries, woo, look out. It's like a whole rebirth on a whole new level and expansion in every area of your life. But we've got like an active time here in November. Then we're going to kind of like go into the womb-like space and then you're going to burst out kind of like spring into summer of next year or fall and winter for you all down under next year you're going to have a very big rebirth. So I just wanted you to be aware of that cycle that is ahead. Now Saturn is still going to be moving through Aquarius for a while, which is good news for Aries placements. It's definitely been helping us to fine tune our friendships, fine tune our groups and people who we have resonance with or don't have resonance with. It's also helping us to fine tune and bring to life um, web-based projects or web-based um, you know, work or school or anything like that and also to get caught up with technology. No matter what age you're at, you're having an opportunity to use technology as a really big um, support for your life in ever-changing ways, so kind of just be on the lookout for that. Okay, so we've got a lot of movement through Scorpio, and when that happens, it does bring heavy emotion, and it does bring a continued focus on relationships, which we've been having September, October, November, very focused on relationship space, you're likely going to be seeing friends more or interacting with them more or meaningful friendships. You might start getting back in touch with people or meeting important people. And some things to iron out in your love life, possibly some things to iron out in your work life, because the angle that those Scorpio placements make are a little bit challenged. So you might notice that every year around this time, October, November, there's a little bit of kind of pressure put on your romantic space or your business workspace. Now, as I talked about before with the, the Venus going to be moving through Capricorn and creating a challenging aspect, the challenging aspects don't have to be something bad, but it does mean pressure. And you are going to be under pressure to resolve things within your relationships. And for many areas, this is going to be around forgiving somebody in your family. All right, so this is really critical because the houses that are going to be aspected for Aries with the Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle that starts this month and goes until the end of 2023 is also the house of the houses of your financial picture and others financial pictures including family money including inheritances including death 
okay? So I don't wanna scare you. Most people are not going to have any kind of issues with things like that. But the eighth house having eclipses does bring the topic of mortality to the picture. And it doesn't always mean that somebody passes away, but it does often mean that mortality is called into question in such a way that people reevaluate their lives, they reevaluate their relationships, they reevaluate their finances and their wills and their estates. And that topic is coming up very strongly. And because there is this looming thing with like family members or somebody close to you with unresolved stuff, it's really important that you look within your heart and really see, are there people in your life that if they were to pass away and you did not get to work things out with them that you would regret it for the rest of your life? And if that is the, the truth, then you have to put some effort into working things out with these people. Okay, so that is very big. Now, that could be going on, or you could just be merging deeply with someone on creative projects and maybe you're not seeing eye to eye, or maybe you are seeing eye to eye, but the pressure's on now to bring the finished product or to show up with your work and your gifts. Okay, so the, the pressure's on, the relationships are highlighted, and the emotions might be high. Something else that's happening is Venus completes its uh, movement through Sag. We have a few days left of that at the beginning of the month. The sun is going to get into Sag, and of course the eclipse is in Sag. And all of those, and that's the December eclipse. And all of those are super positive for Aries placements. So you might see something with immigration or teaching or learning or education or you know different countries, different cultures, different languages, perspectives, um, enthusiasm, optimism, uh, writing, publishing, things like that, activating in a very, very big way at this time, and it is very, very exciting. Okay, let's see. Okay, so in order to get more into the eclipses, I actually have some resources I'm going to refer you to. We've touched on some of the things here. But it's also important to go deeper because this is going to be an intense time. It is a big must know that the eclipses are connected to our north and south node. The north node is our areas of highest expression this lifetime. The south node is our areas of karma and you know things that we came in with and our gifts but also our lessons. And so at eclipse time, November and December, we bring all of that unconscious energy of our karma and our dharma, what we're supposed to be doing and what we are doing, brings up to the surface and is reflected out in very tangible ways in our lives. So you have a huge opportunity to clear karmic decks. And because we're at the end of this Sag um, Gemini eclipse cycle, like really casting something into the fire that is no longer working for you and old you know, garbage that really is just interfering with your life, and you have a chance to see the next areas that you're really going to be working on in the next couple of years with the new eclipse cycle. So I would suggest that you go to my YouTube homepage or you can search organically for Annie Botticelli and the names of these um, videos I'm about to give you. For Aries, I suggest eclipses in Taurus, um, eclipses in Sagittarius, and let's see. And for those of you who are later in the sign, we'll say, Basically, we'll just say the April born and then 10 to 29 degrees just to be on the safe side. I also suggest you watch my eclipses in Aries um, slash the first house because in the Placidus chart, the later you get into the sign, the more the eclipse and the other energies shift back. 
And so some of those eclipse energies might be in the first house for some of you, April born or later, middle to later degree placements. So between all those videos, plus my Venus retrograde resources, plus what we talked about here, plus when you go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, then you'll be very well covered to uh, work with all of these amazing potentials in all of the best ways possible. Well, as usual, I've given you lots of information to help you make the most of the starry opportunities. If you'd like even more information, you can go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, which is where you can connect in with my podcast, all of my blog sites, my books, my courses. I've got all kinds of free goodies, so you can check all that out at AnnieHelpsYou.com. You can check out my school, LoomLife.com, L-U-M-E, Life.com. That's my school, Lumen life multiversity and if you'd like to be a professional astrologer or just learn astrology because you love it and you want to help yourself and your friends you can see my course there becoming a professional astrologer mastery course if you think I go into a lot of details with the free offerings that I do every month then you should see the details I go into in the comprehensive organized nature of this course that will equip you to do whatever you'd like to do with astrology I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month bye